Bears and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me is Buffalo Bill and Mr. Kansas City Chief. How you doing, boys? Uh, what's up? Hello. So, Anthony, you're you're automatically Buffalo Bill because you're wearing a our listeners can't see, but you're you're wearing a Buffalo Bill sweatshirt. Very nice uh, sweatshirt. I might add. Right. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, I'm still Bears first, but it's Bears and Bills. It's always Bears and Bills. Bills is like the Bears, the Bears, but bills. Uh, the Bills are kind of like like I think I've mentioned this in an earlier episode that uh, it's kind of like the home team for a couple of us. Like I haven't gone to a game with you, Dave, but you have gone to see the Bills. I've mm-hmm. gone with mm-hmm. Moose, I've gone with our buddy Jordan that we mentioned a few times. So I've seen them about three or four times and they're kind of like the home team. If Chicago was closer, I would definitely be going to Chicago games, but they're also way more expensive. So until Toronto gets an NFL team, which is inevitable. Don't you think Kansas city moose? Um, that Toronto will get a team. Yeah. And then I don't team. think, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so either. Really? I, think I mean, not right now because of COVID. If anything. Oh yeah. London, London will get a team first for sure. London. Yeah, I think, a, I think uh, long term they want a European division, but I think they'll scoop Toronto into. No, I as long yeah. as the CFL ex- exists, I don't think Canada will have an NFL team. Well, yeah. the CFL didn't hasn't played for a year and a half now, so. Yeah, but I, they still exist. I, I just exist. I, I don't think uh, they I don't do think, exist. I don't think the NFL or I don't think the CFL would allow an NFL team to play in Canada because I mean that would take away all their viewership. Yeah, yeah. The, of the four guys that currently watch it, I've always said I was talking about this the other day. I always talk about this. If the NFL players, the NFL talent pool, or just the NFL itself played Canadian rules football, but with a fourth down, that would be the most exciting brand of football ever. You got the wider field, the longer field. Um, you got 12 players on the field, so you could have six wide receiver sets. The receivers can run to the line before the snap, five yard cushions on returns. Can you imagine the NFL talent like playing in those rules? Yeah, it'd definitely be fun. And you know, maybe Canada just needs to get more talent. Yeah, the three downs, money, the three down <laughs> hurts because it's cool that they're passing like all the time, but it hurts. There's a lot of punts. The punts take away from the game. The punter, like your punter is one of your most important players in CFL football. Yeah. Yeah. Like Johnny Hecker would be like an all-star in CFL. What are you guys uh, drinking before we go any further? I'm drinking a Moretti. Oh, ciao. Bira Moretti. Ciao, bello. Yeah, como como esta? Authentica. Yeah, it was announced. Well, it's going to be announced. I don't know if it's already been announced. But uh, we're going into another hardcore lockdown. So I, I went. I went and picked up some more beer, but uh, I'm currently drinking a Sapporo. Mm. Oh, nice, good for you, Japanese. Kanichiwa. Thank you. <laughs> and I have a. Uh, I'm going like taking oh a page out of your guys' book. My God, Coors Banquet or Coors Original? It's called now. I guess that's not how it's pronounced. Coors. Cares, 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 cares. Original. It's a very uh, American football beer. I bought these to bring over. I, I don't know if Zach's listening, but uh, I, I actually, these. Dave, I think yeah. I think the uh, I think the original might be too high a percentage for most Americans. Original, it's five. It is five. I think they only uh, they only do Coors Light. Yeah, but Moose, that's because they're they're gonna do about sixteen. 
before the game starts. You know, Ooh, tailgating, it's, it's, tailgating it's, out it's, at the Bears or it's much, much more than much more than that. We can tell you. There you go. Yes. That's why they. That's why they go light beer, man. It's the calories. My liver. Um, I bought these Coors banquets because I was going to bring them over to my buddy Zach's place for a big sports day, but then he canceled because he was too hungover. So Zach, if you're listening, you missed out on all these courses. Now I'm drinking them. Mm-mm-mm. All right, you guys ready to talk playoffs? Playoffs. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so like good. that's got that's my ringtone. Iconic, is it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh man, that's didn't. It's not really appropriate for you this year. Oh, ouch! You walked into that one, Anthony. But it's work league. His work league. Oh yeah, well, his work the, league. Yeah, but the but the whole point of that that whole uh what would they call it uh the the video or the conference was not because they were going to the playoffs like it was people bringing up the playoffs yes it's true it is an appropriate because someone was talking about playoffs and they're like so that same thing with me much like your team much like your team anthony they were only talking about playoffs oh man ouch 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 anthony's gonna come back with a vengeance next year why am i why am i tone it down please tone it down because the more you like egg anthony on the harder he's gonna come back next year he's gonna be like maybe maybe i'll have a bit of competition oh yeah okay okay dave's here too you have one you have one (laughs) you have one three so we can't say much on there three in the main league three time champ all right, guys, so let's get into playoff matchups here. We can talk. First of all, I want to hear, like, we can talk fantasy-relevant stuff. Uh, I also want to hear who you think is going to win each game, call a winner, and then review our preseason Super Bowl picks and how we're feeling about those. So, um, also, by by expanding the playoffs, stroke of genius here, getting seven teams from each conference into the playoffs, do you realize we have triple headers, a triple header on Saturday and Sunday this weekend? Oh, baby. It's called Super wildcard weekend where regular wildcard weekend was already good double game saturday double game sunday now we have three in a row i mean like gotta be gotta be loving that nfl good job so first game is our aforementioned bills against the colts and the bills are currently favored by six and a half points what are we i'm taking the bills i'm going my bills i'm also taking the bills yeah i think the bills are gonna are gonna dominate and they're on, they're on a rampage. They're on a uh, stampede. A stampede. Thank you, Moose. <laughs> they're on a Buffalo stampede, is what they're on. And their defenses look better over the course of the end of the season. And their offense is just. Man, Moose is right. Moose called it. They're going to throw more. They're not just throwing more. They're throwing with great, tremendous effect. And they have depth. It's not like yeah. they have one guy Gabriel they're throwing Davis. to. Gabriel even Davis. but even past Gabriel Davis, if any of their receivers gets injured, it's not like they're stressed out that they don't have yeah. anyone to toss it to. It's it's Diggs, Cole Beasley, John Brown, Gabriel Davis, and we even saw Isaiah McKenzie, and yeah. then Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox, Tyler Croft coming off injured yeah. reserve. I heard. I mean, God, Buffalo is such a traditionally run heavy team. Who knew they would be throwing it this season? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to seeing this rookie. If they use him at all again, Antonio Williams, because I thought he looked f- fantastic last game. Um, I don't I think they, they will. I know they have Moss and Singletary. I know they'll use Moss and Singletary because he's still a rook, but well, they want he, to he rest. He looks like a short too. yardage guy. Yeah, he looks like a short yardage guy. So definitely depth. Yeah. So I'm also calling Bills here. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna dominate. 
Um, who do you think is going to be the the big fantasy, the big fantasy producers in this game? Well, no one because fantasy's over. <laughs> yeah, but it's still we're paying attention to the playoffs as fantasy players because you can tell a lot going into next season based off the playoffs. For example, DK Metcalf had a pretty good season last year, but he was especially good in the playoffs, which that's where people were like, okay, he's going to be good. And people started to draft him ahead of Ty Lockett even, which turned out to be the correct move as he finished, I think, wide receiver five on the year. Well, I think Diggs is the guy to watch in this game. You go to your best player in the playoffs and he's super reliable as well. He's the, the leader in receiving yards this season. Um, and he's made Josh Allen look even better. So he's the guy to watch in that game. And I'm looking forward to watching for sure Diggs and watching Jonathan Taylor. Um, as someone who was a huge proponent of Jonathan Taylor since the very birth of this podcast, um, I think the first article I wrote for our website, which needs some revamping if anyone's been on there recently, um, was on Jonathan Taylor. And, and uh, I drafted him in all sorts of leagues, and I'm going to keep him as one of my keepers in our main league. Really looking forward to seeing what JT JTT does in this game as the, I don't know, the only potential relevant option on the, the Colts. Moose, how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would have to agree with all those things. I mean, those those are the the guys that have been explosive in the past couple of weeks. Especially, we're missing our Josh all in in this game. Josh yeah, Allen. Josh all in. I mean, he's been you know Rogers will probably win the MVP, but he's right there, Josh Allen. And uh, yeah, I guess playoffs kind of dictate what type of career you're going to have, right? What type of legacy? So. It's going to be interesting to see how he does in this one. Is this his first playoffs? They they made the playoffs last year. But yeah, they lost, made it last year. Lost first round? Okay. Yeah. The Bills are going to be dangerous. You heard it here first. All right, so that's game one on Saturday. We're all picking Bills. That's unanimous. Everybody go bet Bills to win the game. Next up on Saturday is a West Coast battle. The Rams headed to Seattle to face the Seahawks, who are favored by four and a half points currently. Do we have news on Sir Jared Goff? Yeah, he's he's he playing. He's playing Goff? with a surgery. He's playing with a surgery thumb. Ooh, maybe it'll help fix his throwing. <laughs> well, what they need to do. So uh, we didn't mention it earlier, but we mentioned it in previous episodes. My pick out of this conference was the Rams to play against Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Correct. So. I'm looking to see the Rams win. It's not, like, I don't have confidence in Jared Goff. I have confidence in their defense and their run game. So I think they need to keep it. I think they need to run heavy and then rely on Aaron Donald to make some big plays, like create turnovers. And, you know, they're playing against Moose's pick, which is Seattle to go against Kansas City. Um, Seattle is way more talented. It's just their defense that's suspect. And, um, yeah, so I'm just hoping that the Rams take it, but I, I, I'm not feeling good about it. It's, I'm picking them begrud- begrudgingly. Yeah, I think it all comes down to how Jared Goff is able to throw the ball and play. Like, And you'll be able to tell real quick. And, and if he's not throwing the ball well, I would pull him and put uh, John Woodworth, Wolfworth. What's his name? Wood- Wood- Woodruff? Woodruff? I, don't know. Anyways, I, think it comes, I think it comes down to this. If – 
if LA can score points, they can beat Seattle. Yeah. Because Jalen Ramsey and um Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, they're gonna they're gonna give Russ a hard time. Yeah. It's just and that's why I say like they have to score points, but they'll probably have to rely on the run game. If they are asking Jared Goff to throw a million times in this game, it's gonna be bad. And if they're playing from behind, like if they don't stop Seattle, let's say if Seattle scores on their first two drives, uh talking touchdowns, not field goals, I think if they're playing if Rams are playing from behind, they're not gonna come back. That's a good point. And I really I think Seattle's game plan early is gonna be to run the ball and switch in Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde, you know, DJ Dallas, Rashad Penny, and they're just gonna they're gonna run, run, run and try and control the game that way. And don't forget Russell Wilson is the ultimate second half, fourth quarter, uh, pull out pull a victory out of his you wazoo. Move. Yeah. Thank you, Anthony Wazoo. Keeping um, it censored. Well done. Keeping it censored. Um, so don't forget about Russ there. But I agree. So I'm I'm picking Seahawks to win this one. You guys? I'm gonna pick the oh, Rams. Anthony's going Rams. You're going Rams? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going Rams. Oh, I like yeah. it. There's gotta be some upsets. So I was looking at it, I was like, I don't know who's gonna upset here. You're going against your team to go to the Super Bowl? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, Moose. but I mean I'm but I made that oh, call Moose. I made mm-hmm. that call at the start of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, got, yeah, but, uh, I'm sticking with mine. The, it, the, yeah, the cool move is to stick with your preseason All right, pick, uh, but in Seattle. All right. No, 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 Moose. I respect no. <laughs> it. I respect it. Based off of what you've seen, you're you're changing. Well, I'm happy that you switched over because it makes me feel better about sticking yeah. with them. Um, so yeah. we got two two for the Rams. Yeah, because I mean Russell Wilson is obviously very talented, but I don't know. He's been in a bit of a slump. So. Yeah, for sure. But they de- they've changed their game plan. Their defense is way better. And they've definitely been more run focused. And uh, I wouldn't cooking. say way better. I think they're just playing average. So, which means well, they can way still better be ex- than the worst in the league. <laughs> but they could still be exposed. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, in terms of fantasy stuff, I, I'm looking to see if Rashad Penny during the playoffs, if they have an extended run, does get some time. He was their first round draft pick a few years ago. Chris Carson ended up being the better back, and Rashad Penny's had some injuries, but. You know, no. what are they going to do with him? They're going to keep him on the team. Is he going to go off to somewhere else? I just want to see if he can play. I want to see if he's stick. Good. What I've noticed too, when you know, as just, the season's I, gone on, yeah, I just don't know why like, you would. Yeah, Carson. No, no, I don't think they're going to use him a lot. I just want to see, like, on this, if he does get some snaps, how does he look? I want to see if he's if he's looking good. And just, but yeah, but you don't check this in the playoffs. Like Seattle, I've watched a bunch of their games this season. I know Chris Carson did end up getting hurt, but when they went heavy with him at the start of the season, like he was amazing. He couldn't be stopped. And then they're just like, you know, now that he's healthy, they I don't find that they're using him the same way they did at the start of the season. And I think that is their fault that they need to use him more. And then, you know, it, it just, I don't know. He's, he's a big weapon on their team. I don't understand why you wouldn't use him when he's healthy, like as much as you can. Maybe in the run game, him. in the pass game, like I don't know. Maybe they were saving them for the playoffs, and we're about to see him. Maybe unload. Um, and of course, curious to see DK Metcalf again, second playoff run. See if him and Russ can uh, cook something up. Yeah. All right. Anything else on Rams Seahawks? Nah, not really. Okay. The final game on Saturday night is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and good old. Old man Tom hosting the Washington Washingtons, Roman numeral 
two. And I don't know how you guys feel about this one, but uh, like the Tampa Bay Bucks should win, right? They should beat a team that was what were they six and ten? No, seven and nine to win the division. Um, the Bucks are favored by eight and a half points, but I feel like there's a potential upset here. Um, not I mean, even they, close. They're, they're always there always could be. You never know. I mean, Tom, Tom, he's amazing, but he did have a couple of questionable games this season. So th- there did. is potential. There is potential. Right. And Washington being a good defense will be the problem. But the fact that it's a the Washington Washingtons, which, by the way, mm-hmm. I want to mention that Barstool Sports, because I listened to their podcast, um, they switched what they call Washington to Washington Washingtons. And I was like, no way. Yep. And I will send that to you guys after because I was listening to them, what was it, last week? And they're like, you know what we should call them now? Just the Washington Washingtons. I'm like, <gasps> what well, the? We have on record our podcast the first time we did that, which was yeah. what, in May? June? I told you, you guys. Claim, you I, claiming credit for it? Yeah. 100%. You can go back to the episode when I said it, and you guys are like, that's Yeah, stupid. yeah, yeah. You said Washington <laughs> Washingtons, and, and then, then we someone add- added Roman yeah. numeral too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I think we should tweet them and uh, put a link, put a link with our, uh, the first time we said it. I'll show you guys first, just to make sure I'm like, it's, it's justifiable before we like go off on them, but I'm upset, but also happy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's cool. It's the best compliment. It's exactly. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Um, And I've heard, I don't want to mention names, but I've heard other podcasts drop similar jokes and names that we have already used. Um, so just saying, but that's okay. But We're yeah, up so, We're so, so, uh, getting back to it. Um, I just don't think a team going to the playoffs saying that we're going to use, um, Alex Smith and, uh, no, they're not even um, sure. They're not even sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, but right. But they said Rivera could rotate Smith and Heineke. Is that how you pronounce yeah. his name? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but that's my point It's like, you don't, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah. You don't even know who your quarterback is exactly. So trouble. And I do want to bring up because this also was on record that we were having heated debates about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this season. And I would like to say that as a team, um, the Buccaneers have done what I said that they would do. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't win the division, but they're they're ten, ten and six. It, it, 11, is, 11 and five. Eleven and five. So even better. Tom Brady, third in uh, passing yards this year, um, making his bonuses. Um, Did have some bad games, but when has Tom Brady thrown this much in New England? I think he had 40 passing touchdowns. He had the most deep passing yardage of his career. And just career. Right. And I just want to say what Moose was correct on the, the way that he was looking at Tom going into the season is that we haven't seen him throw like this in quite some time, like best throwing season ever in his career. But like, I think we were used to like single digit games in, in fantasy when he was playing for new England, because he kind of was like on his way out. They were more of a defensive team that no, ran a lot no, no real weapons except right so you weren't surprised if you put up single digits because we're, if he stayed on new england there was no way he was going to be a top 12 quarterback so now when he's doing so well and then he has those down games they're like oh tom brady's back to old tom brady but i like i said it would be close to what peyton manning did 
when he went to Denver. So Brady didn't break and any it's records. Potentially even better. But Brady oh, didn't break any records. Oh, you're right. Peyton Manning's first year with Denver was when he had the touchdown record. Uh, Is that what you're saying? Was it the first or the second? No, because like his last, I think he only did two with Denver. And his last he did three. One, okay, then maybe it was two because the third year. The third year was awful. He couldn't throw the ball. And it was like, yikes. Yeah. So, and then Gronk, I wasn't sure about, but Gronk ended up being good. So congrats to the people that believe that Gronk would do it. But he did it the second half of the year or maybe two thirds of the year. Yeah, but ended, um, ended up a tight end eight just so. To- just ahead of good old Hitchers. So, Tom Brady, check. Or seven. Micah Evans, check. Buccaneers playing well, check. We got to throw Anthony some wins, Moose. And this right, this is right. a big win. This is a big win here for him. Yeah. Yeah, you were right. You were right. Put it put it in the book. But so, so now I'm going to stamp it in the sand and say that the Bucks are going to destroy Washington. Oh, all right. I like it. The only way Washington, uh, and I'll let you go in here in a sec, Moose, could disrupt them is... Their defensive line. Their defensive line is so good. Chase Young and uh, what is it, Montez Sweat? Or oh, they put so much pressure on the quarterback. And if if Tom Brady's under pressure, he will not look like a top twelve quarterback. He won't look like a starting quarterback when he's under pressure. Like he can't move, right? So he needs a clean pocket, and he will he will slice and dice you with a clean pocket. But if he's under pressure, look out. So that that could be the key to success for Washington. I also think that Pierre Paul on Tampa Bay JPP is, yeah JPP uh the dude that blew his thumb off uh with a firework a couple fingers yeah well half uh, of his fingers half of his fingers mm-hmm. um I think Catch he'll he'll get quite a few sacks in this game especially if Alex Smith is in and out and if Heineke is the guy uh, I'm pretty sure they're gonna eat I just don't think I I do believe in Washington's defense I just don't think their offense can keep up That's I don't th- yeah I think the defense will eventually get tired out. And then Antonio, I think Antonio Brown, if Mike Evans doesn't play, is going to be the go-to guy. And Godwin's been, you know. Yeah, know Godwin's been good. He too. battled injuries, but he's been very good late in the season. Yeah. And Gronk, always Gronk, uh, Scotty safety Miller, blanket. Cameron Brate, Ronald Jones, they got weapons. Yeah. Ronald Jones, Fournette, if they want. Good old Leonard Fournette. All right. So who you guys calling to win this one? Tampa. Yeah, I think we got to go Tampa. Yeah, I think yeah, it's really hard. I like I want to go Washington. I'll be ple- I'll be nice to see Washington win, but I got to go Tampa. And at the same time, it'd be cool to see Tom go further into the playoffs. Better story. I, honestly, I, if Washington wins, it would be, in my opinion, it, like a miracle. Yeah. yeah. If like, they had a quarterback, <laughs> if they had a good quarterback, I would think that it's maybe. Yeah. The only way they're going to win is if they wear down Tampa's defense with so many check down plays. And yeah. they just keep the defense out there for so long that they're exhausted. McKissick would have to break JD records. McKissick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that's the uh, those are the Saturday games for you. And uh, moving on to Sunday, we're starting the day with a beauty. This, I think, is going to be the most entertaining game to watch. And that is the Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans Sunday 105 p.m. Eastern. Get your tickets to this one, folks. I think it's going to be a blast. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. I also think it will be a blast. It'll yeah. be uh, lots of running, maybe more one-sided passing. Well, actually, that's not true because but cool running, like yeah. like and, good running plays that you want to watch, like yeah, Derrick Lam- Henry running people over, and, and Lamar Jackson. He's been passing it a little bit more. Yeah, touchdown yeah. to Boykin, touchdown to Hollywood. You know, Hollywood Brown. 
who and you still got a, Andrews there. You still got Mark Andrews. Hollywood Brown had a horrible start to the season. Um, I had him on a team. I think I dropped him on one of my teams at one point. It was just like I had enough. He was like wide receiver, like seventy or something crazy. And then the last maybe five games of the season, he absolutely tore it up. He's got a touchdown per game, and he looked like what we hoped he would be preseason. So uh, that bodes well going into into next year. I think he. I don't expect him to be drafted too high in redraft leagues. So that's someone to keep your eye on next year. And I'm looking, and that's someone to watch during the playoffs. If he steps up and plays well in the playoffs, and Lamar has a good connection with him, continued into the playoffs, then look out for him next year. Yeah, he was, well. He he was more like Inglewood Brown, yeah. <laughs> Instead of Hollywood, did, were you just googling other places in LA that <laughs> I did? I was trying to look for another I was, Compton. Compton. I was Brown? trying to look for another place, and Inglewood was the first one I saw. So I, I don't I don't even I don't even know LA that well. But uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Well, I will say this: if they don't get another, if they don't trade or draft um, a receiver that could be you know, the number two to Marquise Brown or even the number one, like go out and trade for a guy. I think I think the passing game will struggle because if it's like Boykin's good, he's not great. Uh, Marquise Brown, he's very small. And we know that at times Lamar, uh, Lamar Miller, Lamar Jackson will struggle in the passing game. So, yeah, and I don't think having Andrews and Marquise Brown is enough. So I think they need another good, solid piece there. And then I'll 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 try and draft Marquise Brown because he was one of our sleepers this year, or he was one of our guys that we said was Marquis de Maricourt. He was a Marquis yeah. de Maricourt. I was I was thinking about it a little bit uh, the other day. I, I don't know if I was watching football when I thought about it or not, but Lamar Jackson's uh, TSN turning point poop. Um, <gasps> Good point, Moose. Yeah, everything post poop has looked a lot better for him. Oh. He was running he more, just passing a more. Good poop. He just... has to distract people from that and just play <laughs> super well. Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. He's been running the ball really well, like, and that's, you know, um, where do you guys rank him next year for QB? Not, not as high. Well, not as high as like number one or two where he was this year. Yeah, but he's definitely still a top. Like we always look at top yeah, twelve he's... on our podcast. He's top twelve. I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I'll put it to you like this. You're not reaching for him anymore. Right. No, but I think that he's definitely, I think he's in the top 10. Oh yeah. For, for next year. And if you can get him late, that might, that might be a steal next year. Like his value, his value is going to be in a better, uh, better spot. Exactly. But it's just very clear now that, you know, he, all the concerns about him passing could be real. Like, does he, is he talented enough to make the passes? Yes. But could he be in a situation where he can't make the passes? Like also, yes. And then he has to rely on his legs. Right. You know, so that's it. We've seen two seasons now. We've seen one season where he absolutely did amazing. And then, you know, now he struggled a bit. So as was predicted, you know, defenses would pick up on, you know, habits and, and how he plays and, you know. And especially with Tennessee's defense, not playing well for this game, I think, they could eat and vice versa. Like Tennessee just seems to always find out a way to put up points, whether it's from the receivers or from rushing. So uh, you, like we have Lamar Jackson on one side of the ball and we got Derrick Henry on the other. And then we got other crazy breakout players like AJ Brown and even Tannehill could look 
fabulous some games. So well, Tannehill, I think, Tannehill just he's a running back now. He just wants to run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- I think hey. this is going to be one of the most exciting games of the weekend. Yep, hundred percent for sure. Anthony Ferkshire. Anthony, Anthony Ferkshire. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to pick Baltimore though. I'm also picking Baltimore, hundred percent. Um, I'll be I'll be the odd man out. Go with the Titans, and unfortunately Tennessee was my AFC preseason pick, but I just can't stay with them. The only reason I love watching them play, but their defense just their defense just not good enough. Uh, both good offenses here, but Baltimore clearly has the advantage on defense. Tennessee's defense is awful. They have so many ways to beat you. Like you're going to cover the pass. Lamar's going to beat you on the run. They're going to beat you with J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. Like it's Mark Andrews. Good luck. Good luck stopping them, but it'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, and just real quick, Marquise Brown over the last few weeks, since week 12, 16, 12, 12, 12, 10, 18, half PPR points. What week was the poop? Uh, the poop was, great question, Moose, against the Browns. But this is Marquise Brown. Against the Browns in week 14, was it? No, before yeah. that, because it wasn't playoffs, fantasy playoffs. I think it was week 14 when he came back against the Browns. It was against the Browns that remember yeah. making the Browns jokes and it was to beat Baker Mayfield in that epic game. Yeah. It wasn't that far ago. Yeah. So it was week 14. Oh, really? Old playoffs. Yeah. Mm. Pretty sure. Who did they play the week before that? Dallas. And the week before that? <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> it was the Pittsburgh game. No. Yep. I'm almost certain. No, because they didn't win that game. Pittsburgh beat Baltimore twice this year. It's yeah. it's a hundred percent. It was the Browns game. Yeah, yeah. We made all these wow. jokes about because it was dropping Odell the Browns Beckham. off of the pool. Yeah, the Odell Beckham jokes. Okay, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. And I'm trying to project here. Last six games. Where is Marquise Brown? Wide receiver number sixteen over the last sixteen games. Uh, last six games. So, not too shabby. All right. Anything else on that? No, that's good. No, go watch that one Sunday morning. Boom. Sunday afternoon, Anthony will let you lead off with this one because it's your Chicago Bears traveling to New Orleans. New Orleans to take on the Saints, who were my preseason pick to win it all this year. I'm going to stick with them, even though it's going to be very near impossible to beat Green Bay in Green Bay. But I'll stick with the Saints preseason pick. So Bears versus Saints, what do you think? Is, uh, Uh, Is Kamara playing? (laughs) <laughs> oh, because of uh, COVID. COVID stuff? COVID. Uh, I guess at this point, yeah, there was no update. I think he's still on the COVID list. But I, Also, I'm... shout out to Kamara for not getting COVID uh, on Christmas. Like that, like that was huge that that happened one week later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, get better, man. Like, feel better, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's I'm tough. not. And, and does, has anyone heard how badly he's affected by it? No, which no, no. I would assume is a good thing. Right, because you'd probably hear like, ooh, he's, he's struggling. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm not feeling, you know, uh, I have confidence in my Bears, but if I can pick a different quarterback, maybe I'd say they'd be a little bit more competitive mm. because they've got a decent D. They have a good run game. They have talented receivers. Um, it's just the quarterback that that's, that's the problem. And unfortunately the new Orleans saints have been playing better D than the bears, um, which is definitely going to make Trubisky make mistakes and have turnovers. I hope not, but, uh, 
Yeah, there's just too many weapons on New Orleans States, especially if Kamara plays. They got the two quarterbacks, or even if you want to say the three quarterbacks. Um, Kamara, like, what else do you need to say? Like, Taysom Hill is probably going to steal a whole bunch um, from other players. But it doesn't matter anymore. At this point, uh, Taysom Hill, he can Can do what he wants. He can steal whatever he wants. Yeah, so I hope... Like, I mean, earlier in the season, uh, this they played each other and it went to overtime. And I believe Trubisky made a dumb did mistake. It? Yeah, it did. Wow, it went okay. to overtime. And I believe there was a stupid play call in overtime. And just hopefully they can get there. Like, you know, just stay in the game. Like, they look like they were staying in the game last week against uh, the Packers. And then it's just, you know, Trubisky makes a mistake and then everything goes downhill. They just got to no turnovers. Don't take negative yards, no turnovers. Toss the ball on the, uh, out out of bounds if you can get a pass off. Like don't don't take sacks. Don't like throw the ball in the air to midfield. Just stay in the game. And to me, I actually think the Saints are so strong all around that uh, even without Alvin Kamara, as long as they have someone like Ty Montgomery and Taysom Hill, well, Latavius they, Murray, like he's been but, playing super well. But will he also be out? That's the only question. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I think but, he's uh, part of the close contact crew. So, but as long as they have somebody back there, I think they'll be they'll figure it out and they'll be okay to beat them. The key for Chicago keep keep the Saints off the field, keep the Saints offense off the field, and they got to go to the the latest fantasy legend here, David Montgomery, who over the last six games since we're doing those trends uh, is second only to Derrick Henry for fantasy scoring running backs and half point PPR. Um, He's been awesome on the ground. They've, it's been working, so they got oh, they got to use him. And I want to make another point here. One of the things that pisses me off the most when watching playoff football are teams that go down the field and don't like this. This is the playoffs. Like you're, you win, you're in. You lose, you're out. There's no second chances. Score, go for the touchdowns. Like the teams, like Washington's, the the Bears, the teams that Phil- like Philadelphia have- did that against Washington in the final game. Oh no, sorry, they went for it, but then they missed. They should have had a field goal at the time. My but bad. like, like I think the Bears need to have the same game plan that they had against the Packers last week. Like they were going for it on fourth down because they know that if they go behind, there it's going to be hard to keep up. Aaron Rodgers is going to score almost on every play, and you got you got to expect the New Orleans is going to score on every drive that they have. So the Bears need to go down the field super slow, like. They were killing so much of the clock. Yes. But when you do that, you have to make sure to score touchdowns and not field goals. Yes. So there's nothing, nothing worse key. than like a nine minute drive down the field. And then you come away with three points. It's like, and then the other team comes back on scores right away. Like it's very deflating because also the Packers defense isn't as good as new Orleans. So converting, I think that what they converted like five, four or five fourth downs against the Packers. I doubt new Orleans will let you do that. So Smart and, plays, but Chicago's defense is, is still very good. Yeah, so that's very another good. thing. They they could slow down uh, the Saints' offense, especially if Drew. We're gonna see. Like this is Drew's like last chance here. So, you know, he's just gonna get those sl- the slant game going. They've been burned in the playoffs before. Is Michael Thomas back? Uh, that I'm not sure. So here's another fantasy, interesting fantasy thing for the playoffs to see how Michael Thomas does because, I mean, we're talking about the he was the consensus like first wide receiver off the board basically this year he broke the record last year for receptions 
Um, so we want to see, is he ready? Is he ready to come back next year? And that could be someone that has value next year because he's going to be faded quite a bit. Like, do you guys have him in your top 10 for next year? Oh, I, I would say so, yes. I mean, yeah, he was okay. only hampered by injury. Right. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing... What that, if Drew Brees doesn't come back? Well, that's what I was just about to say. The, the okay. biggest thing is their quarterback situation. Yeah. I think Taysom, well, we Hill, did. Takes, Taysom Hill takes away a lot yeah. from Michael Thomas, although it's been reported that Taysom Hill's just... He's just the wildcat guy, and that... Uh, uh, but he was Winston tossing Winston them. Is the is the heir to he did, the throne. Yeah. He, he was getting like Michael Thomas did his double digit points mostly with Taysom Hill. So like you won't, I don't think you should expect like 20 point weeks if Taysom Hill becomes the guy. But here's, but, but here's uh, the thing, like that's a small sample. That's not a full season, yeah. you know? So who knows? Right. Taysom Hill gets in habits of running more, you know, like maybe that was just game script. So, so it's the, really... the question is that I post you guys is, is Michael Thomas really that good? Is he like a top five receiver? Based on his talent, is he up there with DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams? Or was he really reliant on the game script and on Drew Brees for that volume? Well, I mean, I think all receivers are reliant on their quarterback. Right. And and at some points, coaching as well. You know, but I think to say that, oh, he only runs sl- uh, slants. Okay, fine. He can run slants. But if he's epic at it and it and it works, then why change it? You know? He's epic at it. epic so, slants, and if if that's what the quarterback can hit him on, and the defense is for whatever reason can't figure it out, then why would they ever change it up? Can he run another route? I'm sure, yeah. and I'm sure he could be fantastic. And realistically, again, it really comes down to who his quarterback is. Yeah, so that's something we'll look out for. I just want to see him healthy and catching some balls. Yeah. All right. Anything else from our Bears Saints game? So I'm picking. I'm picking Saints to win here, Moose. Yeah, I'm picking Saints. Okay. Anthony, you going Bears? Yeah, I have to go Bears. Duh, Bears. I like it. Duh, and just Bears. like Anthony has to go Bears, I have to go with my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are finishing off the super wild card weekend, um, playing against the Browns on Sunday night. Listen, this is the way I look at it, guys. The Steelers, it was 24 to 22 for Cleveland, and the Steelers had Mason Rudolph. And four out of their five best players not playing, including TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward, Marquise Pouncey, and they almost won the game. <laughs> um, I think Cleveland is a very good team, but uh, easy to easy to game plan against. Stop the run, load up the box, make Baker have to throw, and put pressure on with TJ Watt and those guys, and uh, and see what happens. So I got Pittsburgh to win this one. Uh, I do think it'll be competitive. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I don't know. I I think Cleveland's got that, they might just have that little extra want. You know, they might have that drive, but on paper, Pittsburgh should uh, should should sweep them. Yeah, plus the Browns should pouncey COVID, on them. COVID. They should <laughs> pouncey on them. Plus they've had COVID issues too, the Browns, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm surprised with Cleveland of course, probably a lot of people are because it's been so long since this has happened for them. Um, I don't think they're ready to play with the big boys, and I think it's mostly because of Mayfield. Um, I think as long as the receivers catch the ball in Pittsburgh, they'll be fine. Yeah, 
Yeah, which is actually asking a lot from them, <laughs> from a bunch of people who are paid to just catch the ball. Well, I mean, you could you could say the same about Pittsburgh. No, he, that's what he's saying. That's what you're saying, that's Andy, what right? Saying. That, yeah. yeah. No, you, you said as long as the receivers the in Cleveland can catch the ball. No, I heard Pittsburgh. I said, I said, Pittsburgh should take this unless the receivers don't catch the ball. Don't catch the ball, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you said Cleveland. No, it's okay. Uh, In terms of fantasy relevant players, there's a lot in this game. Any anyone that you're looking to, you want to see something from? Uh, well, before Barstool Sports steals this one, uh, Donovan (laughs) Peoples Elbow Jones. Yeah, the uh, rookie wide receiver who's kind of kind of got a little thing going on uh, late season here with Baker, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I'd like to see if James Conner is used more and how he looks. Because if not, that's someone that, you know, depending where he lands, I'm fading quite a bit next year going into uh, into next season's rankings. Big time. He, look, he just looks slow. He looks tired. A little bit, but I've seen it. There's a couple games where they started to, especially pass to him out of the backfield, all these little dump offs, and he's he's looked pretty good. So well, that's that's his bread and butter, are those little yeah. dump offs. And you know, for, I mean, they got a few more receivers this season, and it seems like uh, I don't know they just weren't dumping it off to him. There's a lot of um, all the uh, college mock drafts here, NFL mock drafts that are coming along. A lot of them have Najee Harris, the Alabama running back, the beast um, going to Pittsburgh Steelers, which as a fan, I would love to see. I think he'd be great behind that O-line. Um, so, yeah, James Conner's one. I want to see Jonte Johnson catch the ball. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, what do you guys think? And, uh, I mean, how do you rank him going into next year at this point? It's a tough call. Yeah. And I do mean on his football, his fantasy football projections and not his TikTok videos, not how many TikTok followers he's going to have. Well, I think it'll also depend how many receivers come back to Pittsburgh, because right now you can look at it like there's four of them. Um, there's Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, um, uh, Washington, Washington, yeah, and uh, Chase Claypool. Chase, Chase Claypool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming one of them won't come back. Uh, maybe like a James Washington or well, James Washington know. Juju's contracts up this year, so that's that's what's interesting. Um, so they would have to re-sign him, and he would still probably cost uh quite a bit, pretty and, penny. Yeah, um, Claypool costs not a lot as a rookie. James Washington has one more year on his contract. Deontay Johnson, he's in year, and it depends what Pittsburgh feels like. Do they feel that Deontay Johnson's going to be? a guy that will draw continue to draw balls in, into next season. So maybe they trade him uh, and they keep Juju. So I don't know. I think, I think Juju is a low, I'll, I'll put him at an average uh, wide receiver to yeah. borderline flex, depending what his situation is. Yeah. That's where he is. Depends on his landing spot for sure. Interesting. He's uh, just very inconsistent. Yes. Yeah, but you got like I don't think he's a spotlight guy. Like I think he yeah. would excel as a number two on a team. Mm-hmm. Right. That's which, why I which think in you've... fantasy terms would make him a wide receiver one. Yeah, but I think could. as being the spotlight on a team, mm. like that's not that's not his thing. You know, you're exactly right, Moose. So what would be off the top of your guys your head? What would be a good landing spot for Juju if he's not in Pittsburgh? If you think of a team that has a solid number one. 
looking for a number two guy to to fill out the roster. I Maybe mean, in Indianapolis. Well, don't forget they they have Paris Campbell coming back. Yeah, and they got Pittman Jr. They got T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal. There's there's a lot of guys there, but no real clear. He would almost maybe be the number one there. Um, but just him like and a, Pittman, yeah, I yeah. don't know if T.Y. T.Y. shouldn't be back. New now. England Patriots, I think, would use Juju really well, but he would probably be. He's probably not disciplined enough to one. play for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, too much it's TikTok videos. Friggin' TikTok. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, they, they got too many people there already. They have Keelan Cole. What? They have DJ Chark. They have LaVisca Chanel. Yeah. Um, what, you're going to throw in another guy there? And they're probably going to – they always draft wide receivers. Like, well, why would they – They're drafting Trevor Lawrence first overall. Give him another weapon to use. Yeah, but I don't know if Juju's the right receiver for that. I, if anything, they should try to get somebody more veteran with experience to to kind of work with, with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think that would be a bad first move for – all right. How uh, about the Green Washington. Bay Packers? Packers. Aaron Rodgers. You got Devontae Adams being the king, and then you got Juju doing his uh, slot game thing. Maybe I can see him go there because anyone on any given Sunday could go off on that team. We see Valdez Scantling go off. We see yep. we see Tunyon go off. We see Devontae Adams go off every week, and other and then what's his name? Um, Slipping my name now. The other guy. Alan Lazard. Uh, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. Yeah, so I don't know. He could go there. Cool. Moose, you're saying Washington? Yeah, well, they had they only have one receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Terry McCorn. They really only have one receiver. So <laughs> Yeah. So cool. if they trade for a quarterback or sign a quarterback and uh get Juju, that that would be pretty good. Nice. I, I would like to see him there. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're all going Pittsburgh here for this win. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so, and just review preseason Super Bowl picks. Anthony, you had the Chiefs winning over the Rams. Yep. Are you sticking with that? It's okay to change. You think, you think the Rams are going to beat the Chiefs? No, he has the Chiefs no. winning over the Rams. Oh. Well. Yeah, but he's asking me if I want to change the Rams. But I don't think it matters because the Chiefs are going to beat whoever they play against. Like uh, there's no way in hell, even though I feel like uh, because the Packers got the buy that they'll go to the Super Bowl. I do believe that because having that, you know, being in their home in that weather against every team, I think they'll just soar to the, the Super Bowl. But mm. as a Bears fan, I cannot pick the Packers and <laughs> fair. And, um, I think the only team I would maybe switch them for is Tampa Bay, just because I've talked them up since the beginning of the season. Indeed, so. indeed. But uh, I'll stick with the I'll stick with the Rams. Okay, but Chiefs winning it all. Moose, yeah. you had the Chiefs winning it over the Seahawks. You're sticking with those two picks. Yeah. Okay. And I had the Saints winning it over the Titans. I'll keep the Saints, but I really feel like the I think the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, are the the team to beat in the AFC. Um, Kansas City, obviously, still. A dominant team, but I think Buffalo matches up well against them. They can keep up with them. They have good defense, uh, and Kansas City's just eh, been winning, but they've just looked okay. Whereas Buffalo's been blowing people out fifty six twenty six against a great Dolphins team. So I think they're hot going into the playoffs. Yeah, I, I just think that's because Kansas City doesn't have to. 
That's true. Like, I think if, if Kansas City wants to turn it on and just absolutely destroy everyone, they could. Yeah, if anyone could do that, it would be them. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Anthony Fricksher. Uh, guys, the last thing I wanted to check in on, we didn't mention this, but um, our previous podcast was recorded before the Philadelphia-Washington game in which Doug Peterson, head coach of the Eagles, chose to sit Jalen Hurts for the fourth quarter, play Nate Sudfeld, legendary Nate Sudfeld, because he, quote, apparently told Chris Collinsworth before the game he wanted to get him some reps because he's been there for a few years, and they wanted to evaluate him. I'm doing air quotes here. Um, well, Chris Collinsworth saying, is apparently being reprimanded for suggesting that Philadelphia was going to tank the game. Well, I mean, it was. It's a lot of people are saying it was pretty clear that they were tanking. Um, it really only got them from the ninth overall pick to the sixth overall pick. Um, what are you guys thinking about this? What are your thoughts? It's got a lot of people. It's got a lot of people hot and bothered. Well, it's clear. Like, w- what was the point? But the thing is, like, we, we like amongst the three of us when we talk about like just fantasy in general like i'm comparing the two here where how can you tell if somebody is tanking in your season or in your season in your league or whatever sometimes it's hard to tell like can is it clear to a lot i I don't think i don't think pulling your starting quarterback is is like subtle well i don't know what (laughs) i don't no 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 but like what i mean is it's it's like it'd be like pulling your no but well let me let me finish like he could say something like oh he didn't but he could have said something like jalen hurts was having some pain in his leg and i removed him i know it seems suspect but then what are you gonna do like how give it anthony anthony he didn't say that no i know but that's (laughs) what i just said i said he could have said that but it's like you he's not gonna get punished for it like it's not well he did what did he what happened didn't they fire him no doug uh, peterson is not fired he had a meeting with the owner today that was scheduled even before the game Uh, i a lot of people there's a lot of talk that people are saying it wasn't his decision that it was the front office who said you got to lose this game so we can get the six overall pick and maybe if that's the case it's because they might draft another quarterback (laughs) Maybe they're thinking Jalen Hurts is not the guy and they're going to draft uh, Trey Lance or, or whoever's available uh, with the sixth overall pick. Mac Jones, you know? It's possible. Well, and like you said, it's not a big jump from nine to six, but as far as talent, like that's a pretty, it's, that's a pretty that, big jump. That's yeah, a pretty, that's a that's big three, jump. That's three players. That's a big jump. And like, but, but the way I look at it is. Listen, Giants, if you're that butthurt about it, like win more than six games. For the Giants, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Giants have no reason to complain. Well, yeah, but I don't know. For me, like, okay, so I, my argument is always, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say something about a player and then everybody goes, well, it's because they want to win. They're all about winning. You know, so like by that mentality, it should be the same thing for the coaches and for the front office. Like you just, you want to go, you win games. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously there's advantages to playing the system, uh, you know, to get better positions and stuff, but you know, but in ter- in less, so from number nine to number six in the NFL, like in a fantasy draft makes a big difference, but in a real NFL draft, like usually you're talking about like the best cornerback versus the best edge rusher, you know, like it's not much of a difference. Um, but unless 
they want to draft quarterback. That's where it could make a difference because there could be one of the big four available. But I, I, for me, like I, I, for fantasy people, they'll agree with this. Uh, things like if you're going to give a team a hard time about like throwing a game, yeah, then like they got to remove like taking a knee at the end of a game, you know? Yeah. Like fantasy owners would love that. That's true. <laughs> this is it, you know? So it's, or these types of things, because I mean, sure. Like that's how you could win a game, but obviously people for the entertainment value of the sport want to see everybody play to the highest level, play to win, you know, finish everything out, you know, instead of just taking a knee. So I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a lot of little things like this in the NFL that sort of, you know, people could pick at. Fair enough. All right. I think that wraps it up guys. Any, uh, Anything else heading into Super Wildcard Weekend? Um, I don't think so. Okay. If you're if you're living in any of the areas in Canada that are super locked down, just super stay on your couch. Super, <laughs> super, super stay on your sofa. So super like stay on your thing. sofa for Super Wildcard Weekend weekend to be yeah. super safe during the super lockdown. Check in on the Chesterfield. <laughs> I love it. Well, have fun watching uh, football, everybody, this weekend, and we'll be back to recap all Hold of on, the. Are you are you, si- are you signing off right now? I'm getting ready to sign off. Yeah. Okay. Wait, are we? I'm not. I'm not ready to sign off here. It's a super sign off. Well, I'm wait, super not ready to sign off, Anthony. Are, you... Well, like our our next episode is a recap episode of the weekend. Oh, of the unless we're, of course, doing our beer bet. Fully beer bed episode well, on Saturday. That's it. We're, okay. we're 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 Tuesday today. Like I know we usually record Monday night for the release well, Tuesday. An- but... Anthony Anthony has like eleven beers to drink, so maybe we split it over Saturday <laughs> Sunday. Well, yeah, I'm definitely gonna split it over Saturday and Sunday. But I was just saying, are we not recording Thursday night? Um, we could, but we we set it up pretty well here. I think we set up the weekend okay. really well. Yeah. No, I'm just uh, I was just clarifying that it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, a slip of the old tongue. I don't even know if that's the phrase, but mm, no, it's no, kind of no. late. I mean, <laughs> it, it could be used, but it's awkward. Um, no, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I'm almost at the end of Buffy. Oh, oh it's the goodness. return of his Buffy stuff. I'm almost at the end, season seven, and my goodness, it's uh, things they they really turned up the dial. Also, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize that Buffy happened at the same time as Harry Potter. They make all kinds of Harry Potter references. I was like, oh, okay, I guess this, oh, all this happened at the same time. But it's super intense. It's so the ending. I mean, everything's just building up to some apocalypse. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, you, mm. um, you'll let us know. I'm sure. I will. I will. Boy, and spoiler alerts I, be damned. No one ever sends us an email, but if any listeners are have also been watching Buffy, I would welcome the emails about what's going to happen <laughs> or hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. Three B fantasy, three B fantasy pod everywhere. And you are, so you specifically are three B fantasy yeah. moves, right? Also, uh, I'm, I'm like half expecting Barstool sports to hit me up with some kind of Buffy comment since I, now yeah. we know, now we know they're listening. Yeah. Clearly they're listening. Yeah. And I'll, I'll send that to you guys tomorrow the the mention of it it's right, looking forward to it yeah. looking forward to it all right guys have a super weekend that's it for us here thanks for listening we'll see you next time ciao